What's up, everybody? I'm Dr. Peter Bolden. And I'm Dr. Craig Spodek, and you're listening to the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Simply the best podcast in dentistry designed to help you maximize your practice and your life through four pillars of success. Leadership, team culture, marketing, and financial freedom, and everything in between. Now, let's get to it. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. I am flying solo today without the help of my esteemed partner, Dr. Craig Spodak, but I'm excited because I have a great buddy on with me today, a, a gentleman that I actually spend my free time with in Atlanta, <laughs> and I'm just blessed to know this man. His name is Tommy Breedlove, and he's a featured keynote speaker an author, a business coach, and a mindset coach. And he's done some mindset coaching on this guy right here that's speaking. Um, so literally it dawned on me, I was like, Tommy, my people need to hear what you have to say. Um, and you're just an amazing human, man. I know you from, from your journey. I know you as, just as a guy who's helped out a lot of my friends and helped me out. And I, I think you can impact, the, your mindset can impact some of the way that our dentists uh, listening to this podcast can feel. Um, before I welcome you to the show, I gave Tommy a little context of kind of just dentists because no one knows dentists like a dentist, right? And I was kind of explaining to Tommy that, you know, dentists are in this, in this world of very, of an isolation. You know, we, we typically, a lot of us practice by ourselves, um, and we, we don't have a lot of interaction with other dentists other than online and stuff like that. Um, so it's a very, it can be a lonely profession. It's one that's filled with a lot, I feel like a high level of, of depression, which you know, everyone knows that dentists suffer from, from that. And sometimes it leads to even worse things that come from that. Um, I think that statistic is getting better. Uh, but anyway, Tommy, I just want, you know, I want just to give Tommy some context so he could kind of tweak what he's about to say. Um, Tommy has helped me a lot with my life with just some complexities. And really, you know, I had this problem of always saying yes to something and being like, oh, let's mm -hmm. take a meeting and this and that. And so Tommy's kind of drilled into me, you know, if it's, if you're not just passionate, if it's not an F yes, then it's an F no. And we can just say, well, I guess we can drop an F bomb here there, Tommy. But anyway, <laughs> I'm rambling. I want this man to speak because he, whenever he does, people stop and listen. I've seen it live a hundred, uh, many times where just a room full of people just become captivated with this man. So Tommy, thank you. Thank you to, uh, coming on pa, pal. Uh, you're very welcome, brother. I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. And, hopefully shed some light, some goodness, some love, some, uh, some wisdom and some fun, man, on the, on the dental world, brother. So I, I hear it. I read it. I know there's depression in the world. I know it's a lonely place. I know it's a tough profession too, because you're dealing with people and I'll just speak for myself. I don't want to go sit in that chair because a, it scares the shit out of me and B, um, I never know what you guys are going to say. And then you have to hear all these tools and things around you and you're like, Oh my gosh, what are they seeing? What are they doing? And it's a, it's an intimate environment. It's a tough environment, but you guys um, on, on a positive side really provide something that's well needed in the world. It's uh, it's, it's very important. So I'm very happy to be here, man, especially with you, my brother. Well, thank you, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, it's funny. You mentioned that like, you know, the, the fear factor and many people will sit down time and time again. I bet I've heard this a million times. Someone will sit down. I hate dentists. And so, and it's funny, you can laugh and shrug it off, but you hear that enough times. Mm. I think that's a component of what, why dentists you know, kind of like, ah, what was me? Like, what the hell? Like, why does everyone say this? Even though they know, like everyone's kind of a little scared of the dentist. Like I'm a dentist and I'm a little scared of that. You know, like you just never know, like you said. So that's right. we can tap into that. One of the cool things I'm actually reading is that, that you, you know, one of your, 
largest purposes in life is to empower men to build a legendary life. Indeed. Um, you know, and I talk about this a lot kind of when I'm, when I'm, you know, I, I tell people you get one ticket, like make it can count, you know, because you get Indeed. one ticket. And I think that's where you and I kind of ascribe to the same, like, you know, do epic shit, build a legendary life. And, you know, you get one ticket. And so can you talk about maybe unpack your journey a little bit, what got you here? And then maybe let's spin it into how, given the context of what I told you about a dentist, kind of say like maybe here's some tweaks and some things that we can kind of um, help to give them a legendary life. Absolutely, man. And, and the legendary life is built out of, I do believe you can have business and financial and life success and be happy, fulfilled, balanced, and have loving, caring relationships. And that's truly to me. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be Martin Luther King or Jesus or Gandhi or you two, the band, to be legends, right? You can be legends in your own right. And I, you know, so many people think that you, you're either happy or you're wealthy. And I can tell you 100% of the time, that's nonsense. I mean, you can have your left and your right arm. So that's what legendary life is all about. It's about working on the mental state. It's about working on the emotional state, the business state, and the relationship state to make you the best man that you can possibly be so that you can leave a legendary legacy, whatever that means to you. And so the reason this fell in my lap, brother, I'd never in a million years planned on being a, uh, a, a motivational speaker nor a business and mindset coach for ambitious men. Um, <clears throat> I'll start in the middle of my journey. I was a junior partner at a very large public accounting, financial consulting, mergers and acquisitions firm. Um, grew up from very humble beginnings. And so I was chasing this thing called success, one deal at a time, one business transaction at a time, and a lot of money at a time. But I found myself looking at 37 years old. I'm literally at the top of an office looking down on the city, got the fancy watch, got the nice car, got the suit, the cufflinks, got the title. Um, and I looked behind me and all it was was a wake of destruction, man. My relationship was collapsing. Friends were running out of my life. And brother, if there's a checklist of 100 things not to do in life, man, at that point, I checked off like 95 of them. <laughs> um, and so, and literally after three days of complete chaos, and probably after doing literally a 50 to $60 million deal four days before, I woke up in a ditch. And it was just this aha moment of, man, either you got to get up and live or you just, or this train's going to end up in a bad place. And for me, that meant death. And so... Um, I decided to transform my life. And when I transformed my life, I'm talking about from an emotional standpoint, a mental standpoint, a business standpoint, a balance standpoint. Um, the most amazing, amazing things happened to me in my network, my money, my relationships, my business. I mean, it's just 10 and 100 X. And I went from, I used to be that guy who, ye who turns the lights off last wins, you know, that 90 to 100 mm -hmm. hour guy. Yeah, yeah. Down to working like 35 hours. But I was really concentrate being on the best man and best leader I could be. And I went from junior partner to senior partner to elected to the board of directors and running the international practice of a big firm um, just by being a good leader, a good man, and living in my value systems. And what's happened to me from my marriage standpoint, my relationships, my network is just 10x. And so then all of these ambitious guys, some are doctors, some are entrepreneurs, some are corporate executives but they all have something in common. They're very ambitious. They're seeking for more. And I, I only work with men who want more because I think that's where innovation and imagination comes from is our desire for want more. And I also think that's where impact comes from. Mm -hmm. But these guys reached out to me and they're like, hey man, you seem happy. You seem fulfilled. You don't compromise your values anymore, but you haven't given up that ambition or that, that drive for success. 
give me that pill, give me that magic, come in on the white horse and fix me, man. And so I was like, there's no magic pill. It's hard work. Um, so I'm eight years in on this journey. It's a craft for me. I study emotional health, mental health. I go to conferences. I have a life coach. I'm in a men's mastermind. So this is, this is a passion and calling for me in life is to help men live their best, most fulfilled lives in, in whatever legendary capacity that means from them. And so that's my journey and how I got to doing what I'm doing today. It just literally fell in my lap. So, so my story is over. <laughs> no, I, and that's, you know, and I've heard that story time and, you know, many times and every time it just, it, it shocks me because I know the person you are today and just kind of the, you know, the genesis of where it started and where you are now. And just, and then just coming with realizations and I'm sitting here as you're talking, I'm like, I wonder if people have to have a bunch of bad shit to like have total gratitude for the good shit now that they have and to have, you know, um, I don't know. Like sometimes I was just listening to you talk. I'm like, you know, the people I know that really have this, like, I don't know, zest for life have had tragedy in their life happen. You know, yeah. and, I, and I hope that's not the case. I really don't, I don't hope that someone to experience that in, in, in totality has to have horrible things happen in their life. But I've seen that time and time again. And I don't know if it's just the context of, you know, you know, balance of the scales, but I don't know, maybe you've seen it where it doesn't have to be that way. In fact, well, I was just working with a man in San Diego and, um, but it doesn't, life is hard. Mm -hmm. Here's the truth. You said it, brother, and you said it best. We're all going to die. Mm -hmm. And the only power we have in life is choice. Nothing more, nothing less. We can, we can influence our families. We can influence our health. We can eat right. We can diet right. We can work hard as dentists. But at the end of the day, all we have is choice and it can be taken away from us in a heartbeat. Um, and I was just working with the guy in San Diego though. And he, he said, I feel like I'm the only one around that hasn't had major tragedies or maybe mis major mistakes or major, major, uh, values compromises. And I'm like, his name's Dan and Dan is a very famous author. And we were just, we just happened to do some improv work together. And I was like, Dan, people need to hear that story. But here's the key, Dan didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't apathetic, he cared, but people need to hear the story of dudes, especially dudes doing the right thing without going through the rock bottoms and the triumphs and the affairs and the drug addictions and all the other shit that happens to us. I mean, we all, we all struggle, man. And let me be clear too. And I, I, you know, I love saying, let me be clear. That's Pete's probably smiling right now, but we all, I don't care how famous you are, how successful your dental practice is, how many you have. Um, we all have our insecurities, our fears, our are we good enough, some worthiness issues. Even Dan, who's a very, very successful man, one of the most successful and inspirational men I know. Mm -hmm. And we want to tell his story, but also the reason we were working together is because he's looking for that next purpose-driven, fulfilled place in his life at 69 years old. And he knows it, but even at that level, he, he still, I mean, he's, he's transitioning his writing into something more bigger. Let's just put it that way. And even at that level, as beautiful as his writing is, he just says, well, I don't know if the world's ready for it. I don't know if it's good enough. Um, I'm just going to sit on it for another year. I was like, well, you're going to sit on it till you're not here anymore. And then no one's going to read it. So even a man at that level. So the, the first answer is no, you do not have to have all the tragedies in life to be a great man. However, here's the, here's the thing. If you, if you have made huge mistakes, if you've had made huge compromises or you're eat up in that fear and insecurities, 
it's never too late to make that choice to do something about it. Because at the end of the day, you only get so many spins around the sun, right? You and I both know that, Pete. And I know, Pete, you're one of those guys who are trying to live forever with all the science and the great <laughs> stuff that you do. I love that. I find that so inspiring. I, mean, I got a couple of lifetimes of shit I want to do, Tommy. That's <laughs> Me too, brother. Me it's too. Not it's not a narcissism thing. It's like, I just don't know how I'm going to get it all done because I keep finding stuff. I'm like, I really want to get that done in my life. <laughs> I'm the same way, man. And I want to see everything and everybody and, and talk to everybody on earth too, man. So I'm the same way. Um, but the reality of that is probably slim. And so why don't we make every breath, every patient, every moment. And there's a lot of things that people can do in their dental practices from a leadership standpoint, a culture standpoint, a feel good standpoint, a positivity standpoint to make their practices as best as possible. But here's the key, whether it's in your dental practice in your relationship with your significant other or your kids or your friendships, in order to have successful and fulfilling life is you've got to feel successful and fulfilled and you got to work on having the right mindset. And I'm going to say the word, this is word that most men run out of the room on. You got to work on having that unconditional love for yourself because us as men, brother, it is really hard, especially for us ambitious men to receive love. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't want that even around us. Like we don't even believe we're worthy. We get our fulfillment out of success business and seeing our family succeed. But in, until you do the truly hard work of investing in yourself, especially your brain and your heart, and getting that, what I call the self-critic out of the way, until you truly do the hard work for that, none of that ever st other stuff, your business, your practice, your life, your family, your, it will never be as leveled up as it could be until you do the hard work for yourself. So I just want to say that as well. Okay. I need you to expand on that. Like, what do you mean? What do you mean by like working on and, and i hear you i think this is striking a, a chord with me because you're right like i i i get content and fulfillment by accomplishments right but yeah. um and maybe that's just avoiding you know real real talk or real work on something else i don't know right um but like so i want i want you to unpack that a little bit like when you when you discover that with men especially ambitious men like you're saying what does that what does that mean what does that pivot towards so the pivot is this, I never want to change the human, especially a human that gets driven by accomplishments. Cause to me, that's what the world needs. And that's the men I want to work with is men who are driven to succeed. However, here's the key. Are you driven so much by success that you're compromising other parts of your life? And the first one being, and this is the hardest one, you know, we want to be providers, a lot of us, not all of us, but most of us want to be providers. We want to be the oak. We want to be, you know, we want to be the pillar for our families. And most of the time, I'm not saying all of the time, but there's a lot of my work that says anecdotally that this is more true than not. And I'm getting into the 90, 95% is we put ourselves last. Um, a lot of us ambitious guys will work on our physical health. We'll do the gym. We'll do the fun. Uh, we also like to do the extreme sports because that's what we like to do. That's more of a challenge and success thing. Can I conquer that? Because we want to conquer at the end of the day because that's what, you know, we're fighters, we're fixers. That's what the thing is. But are we putting ourselves last? Because what achievement in itself will not provide you that fulfillment inside that says, in that contentment and that happiness because what happens if all of your business and other things are taken away through some sort of, you know, life happens. Mm -hmm. And when you're alone with shut doors and no one's around you and there's nothing else to conquer, there's nothing else to conquest. And let's say you get to be worth, 
let's, let's use a high number, $5 billion. Time and time again, I have seen that the money success does not lead to fulfillment, happiness, um, service, gratitude, and true unconditional love, self-respect, and self-mastery of our thoughts. So the pivot is not to change who you are as a man. The pivot is to give you skills and to become a master and a craftsman at the skills of mastery over your thoughts for unconditional self-respect and to ensure that you're building your heart and mental muscles. Because I promise you, if you build those just like you do your physical muscles, mm -hmm. especially your heart and mental, you will be the best leader, the best dentist, the best husband, and the best father that you can possibly be. But it's just like going to the gym, man. The hard work never stops. And I wish guys would come to me when they're not on the trauma table. I'm in the pain yeah. and purpose business, brother. The purpose business is fun when people are looking for that. I need to know what I'm put on this earth for. And it can be, and it can be part of your business or it can't be, but I love doing that work. But so many times people come to me when the marriage is on the rocks, a bad business deal, a bad compromise of their values. And let me be clear, us ambitious men, brother, you know, the thing that we're scared of the most and we don't ever talk about is humiliation. And that fine line between success and humiliation, it's the razor thin, brother. And hmm. you, were, you were talking about um, how difficult the dentistry practice can be. Um, it can be lonely. A lot of dentists suffer from depression. Um, there's a lot of tools that you can put in your toolbox, both from your business, your life, your brain, and your heart to help you be the best doctor, the best dentist, the best leader in your practice, and the best man that you can be. It's just hard work. I think too, Tommy, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you don't see this, but like, I think the default, like when we don't know, like, uh, I don't feel complete or I don't feel fulfilled or something like, let me just get more. And you keep chasing the rainbows kind of feeling like, let me just fill that bucket when really the bucket is, is something completely different that you should be filling. You know, and I think there's also too a little shame, like our society now is there's a little shame in more, like us wanting to like more, 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 and everyone associates it with greed. Um, you know, so there's kind of like two narratives going on that I hear. And it's like, why do you want more? Why are you doing all this? And why are you working so hard? And, you know, and my response is like, because like, I got a lot of people depending on me. Indeed. Right. Indeed. And, and I got one life a thousand of you, man. and impact and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, and, and, but it's like these people think that like, there's a, it's almost like a greed factor or, you know, or a workaholic factor. Um, and I know I'm kind of rambling, but, but maybe some of my default and, and, you know, the, the many hours that, you know, 16 hour days and stuff I do sometimes cause I like it. Right. And I'm in that flow of what I do, but also there's been times in my life when I've just done it because I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyone who tells you um, that wanting more is greedy <clears throat> that leads to all kinds of tragedies for me. I think the desire for more is inherent in human beings. And the, the, the flip side of that is apathy, not caring, victimhood and martyrhood. And you stagnation know, what too, stagnation right? and, and let me, I, I don't want to get too off the track here, but regardless of your spiritual belief, let me just say it at the nature level, nature in the universe hates inertia. So our bodies are constantly evolving. Our earth is constantly evolving. Our businesses need to be constantly evolving because that's what nature requires. It's in a constant expansion mode. And for anyone in society, I don't hang out with people like that. So if they tell me that, because I work a ridiculous amount of hours and it lights me up and it fulfills me. I mean, that, that, 
but I also work hard on myself. I spend a couple hours on myself every single day so that I can be the best husband, the best man. And let me, and I do this for a living, man. And I struggle, brother. Sometimes this train gets off the tracks, man. And I get really down on myself. That self-critic gets really hard. I'm like, why can't I in you know, it? Here's, here's what society also promotes. And this is a killer and that's envy. Social media has put that comparison bug in us and it either makes us feel better than somebody, which is pride, or it makes us feel less than somebody, which is envy. And that is a killer. I have to say, I have to pause you on this because this is something that Craig and I, I know you haven't met Craig, but you guys are, are a kindred spirit um, of just being men that other men gravitate towards and just have they just happy and they have impact on people. But Anyway, I can't wait to meet him. <laughs> outside, outside of that, but we talk about the social media thing, and I have to say, like, so recently I kept, and I think Instagram is the biggest culprit today in today's mm-hmm. day. I agree. So I'm going to tell I'm you something that I did a little experiment myself. So Instagram used to live on the homepage of my phone, the first thing I would see, and by default, my eyes got kept getting trained. Whenever there was a downtime of five, ten seconds on my phone, if I didn't know a button to hit, it would just go to that. So mm. I did, and I looked at my time. So I would look at my time and I'm not going to tell you what the times were because it's a little bit embarrassing that you mm. can actually accumulate that many minutes looking at something during the day when you really like, I'm not on it that much, but it was, it, it had an hour in front of it, right? Like an hour plus a day looking at some stuff because you just go down a black hole. So I did the little hack of taking it from the first page and I dragged that icon and put it to the second page and my and, and my love for it is still there. I love it. I love looking at it. You know, it, it does a lot of good for the business. It's, it's good to kind of connect oh, yeah. with people. But it, my usage went down 80%. Wow. And guess what? And, my happiness has gone up in the past couple weeks a little bit. <laughs> There's, because I'm it, out of that comparison of like that, yeah. it, you know, comparison is the thief of joy, right? And so you, even though I, I like to see good shit happening for people, you, you always look at what's happening to someone, no matter how how altruistic it is and you and you audit where you are in your life you know just, totally just by default you cannot effing help it That's and right. so anyway i just i thought that was kind of interesting because i did my own little experiment i didn't really do it on purpose i was like oh this is getting out of control what's what's wrong with me you know so i was like i'm just going to shift you to the second page and wow what a hack that's that's a great hack by the way um, that's actually a fantastic hack. And there's a lot of life hacks. Because most people, you know, it's like, well, spend too much time. I'm just going to d- delete it. Like, so the pendulum swings like way off. And I was like, I'm just going to swing the pendulum a little bit and see what happens. That's a good metaphor for life, man. Is you don't have to, there's little bitty steps, like little bitty things. Like, and that's a great life hack. Like if, if no one listening to this gets anything else, that, that's, that's powerful what you just said. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, little bitty steps. Because if you try to, like, it's like going to the gym, man. If you say, I'm going to lose 120 pounds, you're like, oh, God, that, that's just that's daunting. It's yeah. daunting. But if I'm just going to get up and walk for five minutes today, I'm just going to walk. What would massive impact 365 days from now just for that one little bitty change? And so mm-hmm. breaking those bad cycles and habits, it's huge, man. Eat, eat the like, elephant one bite at a time, right? That's it, brother. And I, I can't figure out when in society, and this was probably, you know, when we started walking. Um, why is it that we don't celebrate other people's success, you know? And by the way, you know, this on Instagram and Facebook, nobody's putting their fight with their kid no, no. or the, or the sickness in their stomach. And they're not, it's, putting, the, it's the best of, it's the best <laughs> that's right. Best of, and then we filter it too, to make us look really good. 
not, it's not only the best shit that's happening in your life, but it's the best shit and looking the best shit by you having your filter. Like it's unreal. Yeah. So like it makes people feel horrible. And I feel like, I feel like it's, uh, but people are addicted to it. Like I just kind of confess, like there was a mini, mini addiction. I don't know if it was addiction. It was just a habit. It was, it was habitual to whatever degree. Cause it was sitting there and oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's an endorphin hit. Right. And you know, it's a design to be that right. I know is, we oh, can get into all the science, even the way, the style and the feel of the phone on its own. And then the actual software mechanics, the like features, the it, it's all meant to make it addictive because they want as many users as possible. And the data they gather on us is just insane. But that's a, that's a rabbit hole that we don't have to go down. But yeah, envy is a killer, man. It's a yeah. killer. And we all suffer from it. No one, no one no one is excluded so it's kind of crazy all right i want to make sure you guys run and don't walk to sign up for the next summit i know this summit's coming a little earlier than the traditional october one like we had last year but this one's going to be awesome it's going to be in la it's going to be in june the weather's going to be nice the waves are going to be crashing we're going to be surfing it's going to be a blast it's also over the father's day weekend which make a vacation out of it bring your fam that's what Craig and I are doing. Anyway, we're kind of looking at all the agenda right now, and, and we're just super excited. We've got a jam-packed list of, of speakers coming, you know, guys like Brian Kaleo. Um, you know, we've got a bunch of marketing experts. Uh, we've got Jason Tyson. I don't want to tell you everything, um, but it's going to be awesome, for real. And and the, the content will be different than the last summit. So even if you went to the last summit, don't think that it's going to be a regurgitation of the same thing. We are going to follow some of the same principles in what we do, you know, the pillars that we talk about, but it's going to be a different content, different energy, um, and we're going to bring new and current information. So get to the registration, see if you can get one of those early birds. If not, it's still going to be action-packed and value-packed. So come on, see you in L.A. For more info and to check out the registration page, go to bulletproofsummit.com. So let's talk about some, a mantra that you gave me a little bit that's helped me this year because I think it, I think for dentists with so much coming at them, being the business owner, being the operator, being, being the boss, being the leader, being a father, being a husband, whatever, right? I mean, and a lot of people have those struggles. I'm just saying, but one mantra you gave me, you said, if it's not an F, yes, I'm trying to, I'm trying to limit my F-bombs. You can tell that I it's there you go, bro. just be dropping them all over the place. <laughs> if it's not an F, yes, it's an F, no, right? And, and so it's more impact when you can say the full word. But when yeah. you told me that, that resonated with me because because I, I was I was my life was full and it was full of stuff that like I was kind of like interested in and I was kind of wanting to take that meeting and I was kind of willing to have that call with someone and I, and I had a bunch of kindas in my life and and then I'd get in I'd get in there and then I would be grumpy pants because I'm like why am I here like why am mm. I in this meeting why am I on this phone call why am I in this environment and so that one thing has helped me audit. Um, and my, I actually held my uh, personal assistant accountable to that. She, she'll actually ask me an email all the time. Is this, you know, is this fuck yes or fuck no? And, Mine does too. Mine actually and, keeps a list of the things that I say, no, it wasn't. She actually keeps a spreadsheet isn't that crazy? when I compromise that value <laughs> to remind me that I'm not living up to it. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, that's such a simple thing because like, there's so many other good ways, like, you know. Like I thought to myself, like, all right, if I'm taking these meetings, that could have been an hour I was kicking the soccer ball with my son, or it could have been an hour I was literally like um, reviewing something with a team member or leaning into one of those people that really matters. But I took this 
you know, 40 minute conversation with someone that like, I don't know, they're just trying to sell me something, whatever. Right. And so it's really, it's really, Tommy, that's been, that's been such a great thing. Um, that just in knowing you that I've applied to my daily life and it's made, it's made a big change, I feel like, and it's quant, it's, it's increased the, the, uh, the quality of my time. Man, it is. I would say in the outside of, and I've been practicing these for years now, outside of gratitude and meditation, that one little shift. And again, just like you said, it could be just baby steps of applying that. You don't have to apply it full circle, but my goal is to apply it full circle. Um, it eliminates the shoulds. And a lot of us struggle from saying no. And one no is worth a thousand yeses every single time. And so, you know, at the gut level, when someone asks you for a drink or to pick your brain for 10 minutes, that's my biggest pet peeve in the world. People constantly want to pick my brain and that's what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. But who you go to dinner with, what family conversation you have, where you go on vacation, and it helps limit down. I'm really dogmatic too, because it's related to this about who I spend my time with. If you're not a positive, upbeat, motivated person trying to make some impact in the world, I got no time for you. So that mantra alone, if it's not an F yes, if that person's not an F yes, if they say, Hey, Tommy, let's grab a beer. I'm like, ah, you know, in your gut, you know, mm -hmm. in your heart and gut immediately, or do you want to take this meeting or go on this vacation? You know, and you said it, the quality of your life, it has, it has exponentially increased my happiness because I've eliminated a lot of the people, what I call energy vampires who suck the life out of it. And we all know who those people are when they mm -hmm. walk in the room, you're like, Oh my God, that, you know, you can feel your soul leaving. Um, but it's helped that it's also helped. And, and this is, this is the tough part to say, and I don't want to go too much down this family is tough. Moms, dads, brothers, sisters, wives, um, wives, that's a whole different discussion. It's hard to apply that to your wife. <laughs> yes. But if you, but if you apply it together from a lot of Heather and I, so Heather's my wife for the, for all you beautiful dentists out there, we will divide and conquer because it kind of eliminates the shoulds, but there's some shoulds you need to go do. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some charity stuff. She's a corporate executive. She's got to be certain things that are not F yeses for. Mm -hmm. But what we will do is we've come up with a good plan together is it, we will divide and conquer when it's not an F yes for us both. And it's helped our relationship. It's helped our time management. And one thing that we've got to take back is time is a little resource and we make our own time. And that one rule will help you conquer your calendar even if you just apply it in a few things in your life. And so it's super, super important. It's been the most outside of meditation and gratitude, the most life-changing thing I've applied in three years, man. So, all right. So I love that. And I think that's, uh, I, I want to go into the, that practice that you just talked about outside of, of meditation and gratitude. Let's yeah. say there's someone listening right now that has no morning, has no morning routine or no kind of gratitude or whatever. And just like you said, with the losing weight analogy, you know, don't start and say, I'm going to do lose 120 pounds, you know, whatever. Right. So what is the incremental? Let's say if you had five minutes to devote to whatever you had just said, that was the most impact on your life, the impact and gratitude or prayer, whatever. If you had five minutes only in the day, how would you break it down? I would do gratitude for all five minutes, all five Period. minutes, gratitude, all five minutes. 
Because I would, I, you don't have to do that. I know you didn't like that answer. I saw the eye roll. <laughs> no, no, no. Five I minutes didn't. is a limited amount of time, and it goes by fast. That's 300 seconds, brother, you know? <laughs> so, um, so, But no one ever why. talks about – so when, I, I actually need some help on this because – Yeah, bro. So gratitude, right? Yep. So finding the little things in life, uh, you know, and, but sometimes if you do it day after day after day, like I find myself like being – the gratitude just comes the same thing over and over again. And then I'm like, Oh, well, I didn't, I didn't think about my kid today and my wife today and my dog, you know, my family today. Right. Like, and I have to, I feel like I feel almost guilty for not including them in the daily gratitude. Oh, yeah. you know self-critic. There's yeah, the self-critic yeah, that we all have. Oh, I get it, brother. Hey, it takes one to know one, man. I got the same thing. So here's, I wouldn't, if anything stagnates, same thing with going to the gym, man. If you just do bench press every day, which us dudes like to do, I don't, it's the weirdest thing. Um, <laughs> you're going to get bored as hell, man. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. And so, um, getting up and I, you know, one of my formal practices is writing down five things every day, but I haven't gotten tired of that yet. And I've been doing it for years, but here's what also you can mix it up during the day too. So anytime I get in an angry state or a sad state or a comparison state, or I'm just, I'm just not, you know, I can tell I'm not in my body traffic's pissing me off. A business partner's made me mad. I got a client not doing what they're supposed to do. My wife's, you know, we're not getting along. It instantly, if we, it just something puts something in your brain and it can be as simple as I'm thankful that I have the breath in my lungs. I'm thankful mm -hmm. for the heartbeat. I'm thankful that I live in the United States and get to get to live one more day and try what it does, regardless of the form, you can do it in your brain. You can do it out loud. You can do it in your car. You can do it in the shower. You can do it I do recommend doing it the last thing before you go to bed because it will help you sleep and it puts you in a state of love and abundance as opposed to, man, what do I got to do the next day? Am mm -hmm. I going to get some sleep? And that fear thing that we all, you know, that ambition thing that we struggle with. However, mixing it up throughout the day, here's what gratitude does. It gets you to, it gives you a, and you and I talk about it, especially for us ambitious men. We don't, we want to make sure that we're not being complacent with our gratitude, right. but it's not a ceiling brother. It's a floor. It's something for us to stand on. It's something that gets us present. And that's what all human beings in life struggle with is, is being where our feet are. Are we right here right now? And can we, are we, if we just take a moment, thank you for my life. Thank you for my health. Thank you that I get to do this podcast, that I have a microphone, that I have a shirt on my back, that I get to eat. It gets you present and it gets you, there's, there's two states in life. And I, and I don't want to go too into this. There's, there's love and fear. And they're exact opposites. Mm -hmm. So much of our life is on the fear side and scarcity side and competition side and, and not good enough side. But that instant shift of doing one little, it could be one minute a day or five minutes a day, but especially doing it when you're getting in that state of anger or insecurity or fear or overwhelming. Cause we get that. I hate the word busy. I wish we could take that, but we get overwhelmed with our schedules. Right. And you get that moment of overwhelming, it's, it's, it's almost impossible to be angry in a state of fear and insecurity when you're being thankful for yeah, something. And it can be little bitty things. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing that I would do. And all of the greats from the great spiritual teachers to the great business leaders to the just people that we, you know, we are inspired by and aspire by. That's probably the most consistent. I'm a studier of this, man. I'm a craftsman of this type mm -hmm. of stuff. That's the one thing that's been the most beneficial in my life 
And it's the one thing that I would recommend if you have five minutes. Yeah, and if you actually look at like the book, I don't know if you read it, the tools of Titans, like that's, that's, oh, a, yeah. that's a pervasive right theme in all in everyone across whatever, whatever discipline he brought them in for, whether it was money or spirituality or physical fitness, but like it was there. One thing that you said, Tommy, and I want to draw, I want to make sure I, I don't gloss over this is, and I don't know if you came up with this or Quincy, one of our mutual friends did, but he said, look, be where your feet are. Like mm-hmm. and be in that practice of being where your feet are. And I think, and, and he was giving that me that in the context of, you know, we both have three children and saying like, you know, and so many times I'm sitting there on my phone, you know, while they're trying to talk to me and, and he's saying, look, sometimes my wife and I remind ourselves, we just say to ourselves, we say to each other, just be where your feet are. Be where your, mm-hmm. He'll say, now they even just say feet. Right. And it's such a reminder that, that, you know, we're thinking about next, 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 and not now, now, now. You know, and before we know it, you know, you know, life is going to pass you by and you're going to say, shit, I, I, I should have taken more advantage of the, you know, the sunny Shanjay when my kids are playing soccer or whatever. But that's another thing, you know, not on top of the, if it's not a F yes, it's an F no. And then and what you just said would be, be where your, be where your feet are more often. Um, be present. And you, you just said something so powerful. I don't even know if you said it. The reason we do all this work. Um, is we don't want to look back on our lives whenever that whenever our lives come to a close. We don't want to look back with regrets. Regret, yeah. Um, especially related to the people that we love and are supposed to cherish. And not to get too deep, but unfortunately, those are the people sometimes we put last, especially us ambitious people. And so presence, gratitude, meditation, it gets you right here, right now. And it gets you at, in the moment because we, we're, we're never going to be in the future and we're never going to have to relive the past. And so many of us live you know, looking behind us or looking ahead of us. And mm-hmm. we're, we're programmed for that. And our phones certainly take away the present moment from us too because we're, we're drifting somewhere in the future when we're looking at, in envy probably. But the, one of the things that will help you with that regret and looking back in on your life, which is true, oh my God, this is beautiful, is catching yourself throughout the day. And there's a, there's, this is a practice, by the way, yeah. something that I teach and it's, 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 it takes a lot of time and a lot of energy, but it's so worth it's, 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 it's that muscle, going to the right? gym. Oh, a hundred percent. If, if you ever have a dinner with me, I promise you, I will be present 95% of that. Um, and I, cause I make it a practice and a focus to hear, hear and feel everything you're saying because it's that important to me. If I've used that mantra, if it's not an F yes, it's a no. And I'm mm-hmm. having dinner with you and I'm looking and I want to hear and see everything you say. And I want to feel everything you say. Cause I don't want to look back later in the night and say, man, I was at that business deal or man, I got this real estate investment going wrong right now. So it will change your relationship with your significant others. It'll change your relationship with your kids. And let me trust you. They know when you're somewhere mm-hmm. else and it, it eats them inside out. And so, and it eats us inside out. And so presence, that's another skill. That's one of those skills I was talking about. And, and you know, there's a, you got to build your mind muscle too. You got to build your heart muscle and, and meditation and being present builds both. So it's just critically important. It's a tough, I say, I have to say it's a tough practice to stay consistent to. It's the, probably the Indeed. one thing I've struggled the hardest with. I can go to the gym and I can be accountable for the trainer and I can stay physical with it. But there are days when I'm just like, I just don't, I, I don't know. I can't do it today. I don't really feel like doing it today. And it's hard to stay in that groove. But I, I have to bring up something funny. I need to grab this book real quick to show you. Do it, man. For your audience, there's a dog in the background. There's beautiful so, pictures of his family. There's is, a book. Uh, so Tommy <laughs> and I are in a, in a, in a group together uh, of eight men. 
and you know we just kind of help each other and lean into each other and and um whether it's whether it's personal or business or what so one of the recommendations was to get this five minute journal tommy and so when chris one of our friends in the group said hey everyone get this we'll kind of just discuss it and so it's the it's a gratitude journal right so i looked and i was like i need to get that and so i look in my i go into my amazon to buy it and it says purchased 2014 (laughs) <laughs> five years ago <laughs> five years ago so i go home and i'm like this is crazy so and lo, lo and behold i look at it on my shelf i, I see there it is it's on my it's in my bookshelf i open it up and i had committed to the practice for about 30 days but then it dawned on me right so so this really was the light bulb switch for me yes i hear it's a practice in building the muscle and you go through it but i thought that was just kind of okay like there's really no value other than just building the muscle but now a light bulb went off and I said, holy shit. Now I have it. I went back and looked at what I was struggling with in 2015, 2014. I looked at kind of what was going on because I don't remember. I have a horrible memory with recollection. Mm. And now I have a documentation of what, like, what I was doing back then. And it, and it literally like skewed me into, oh, yeah. And God, look how, how, how thankful am I that I'm not in that position now or dealing with this now. And so it was literally like a documentation. I was documenting my life without knowing it. I was like, oh, and then I, and then I got banged up about the fact that I hadn't been doing it for five years and like, whoa. So it was just really cool. So that was the, I think that was the side benefit other than just doing it is that it's, it, it serves doing these, what you're saying and writing things down and actually it, it journaling and doing things like that. It serves as a documentation for your life. And if life is worth living, it's worth writing down. I think. Mm, wow. That's powerful. Let me tell you something. That's let's, a Tony. That's not my quote. I'm not going to claim that. That's a that's a Tony. That's a Tony Robbins quote. Literally, he talks about. He, talks he, about he probably got it from Jim Rome and Jim Rome. Probably got it right. Nothing. Power. Nothing is not. I got it from Buddha and Buddha got it from you know who knows. <laughs> <laughs> so none of none of this wisdom is ever ours. But you make up a great point. Something that we celebrate our birthdays, we celebrate our kids' birthdays, we celebrate our vacations, but we don't celebrate the little moments in our life that mm-hmm. the, the stepping stones that help us build Rome. And so here's a tool that I've implemented recently. And this was the idea from one of my administrative staff. We do so much during the week and we influence so many lives, whether we know it or not, especially you guys in the dental practice. I mean, you're touching so many lives, whether they want to be there or not out of the fear or taken out of their time, you guys are touching so many lives in a positive medical way. And you're in, you've got people that work with you to help this is and my personal assistant her name is Lindsay Macatalo. I want to give her a shout out here and she's one of the, the she's one of the angels in my life but she goes Tommy you do so much but as soon as you're done doing something or working with a client or doing a speech or whatever I'm doing that day she goes you move right on to the next thing because it's more the next thing the next thing the next thing and I got to get it all in she sends me an email at the at the end of each week and this has been so powerful and it gives me another 10 minutes of where my feet are presence. Mm-hmm. And it gives me 10 minutes of celebration of every single thing I did that week. Cause I live and die by my calendar mm-hmm. and anything from having dinner with friends to a podcast recording, to getting up and doing my morning routine to a run with Julie tough, Chris's wife. <clears throat> and what she does is she summarizes it all in one email and it gives you five to 10 minutes of wow. And it's, let's celebrate all the amazing stuff that we got to do today. Cool. You went to dinner with Heather on Tuesday night at this restaurant. And you're like, sure did, because I forgot it. As soon as we got home, I forgot that we went to dinner at that nice restaurant. Right. Oh, by the way, it was a nice restaurant. 
that also has helped me from a present standpoint, a gratitude, it kind of encompasses it all. And I'm eternally grateful that she is a kind enough to send that to me and be implemented that policy into our lives. It's been, it's been life changing for me because it allows me to celebrate. And here's the thing too, Peter, and you said it best. If we really look back to where we were, and I, if I look back to me as a young, angry man at 18 to where I am now to what we've overcome, and I know your story and the evolution of your practice and your education and all that stuff, man, how far have we come, brother? And it's because we want more, and it's because we're high achievers. So, yeah, anyway, I'll, I'll, I feel like I'm rambling now. but No, you're not. She said, she said a lot of things that really resonated with me there. Well, it's like <laughs> – yeah, there's so many things I'm actually writing things down and like, oh, we can unpack that and unpack this. I tell you what, um, how can do you, you obviously, given that you're a coach, you obviously do a lot of this kind of thing with people. If yeah, someone right. wanted to reach out to you, is the best way tommybreedlove.com? The best way would be Tommy at tommybreedlove.com. Oh, just okay. email me directly. Email me directly. That would be the best way. We're doing a huge overhaul to our website because the book Legendary is coming. Uh-huh. Uh, we just got our published date yesterday. Woo, woo. What's the date and, uh, on that? Well, I'm going to have books in hand sometime in July. My copies, the hard copies, the actual hit the shelves in the bookstore is going to be next February, but I'll have books in hand in July. So I'm, I'm going to need one of those, pal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's got all these tools we're talking about, simple tools that you can implement in your life too. Um, and let me, I wanted to say something I learned recently that was funny, but anyway, Tommy at tommybreedlove.com is the best way. If you want to work on meditation practices, you want to work on fulfillment, you want to work on balance, or you want to work on, you know, built leveling up your business or just to help you live that legendary life, man, this is why I was put on this earth to do. Um, on that same note, it was funny. I heard something recently that made me laugh. We were talking about earlier about the, the wanting more mm-hmm. and you're greedy, um, mm-hmm. this guy says, and I think his name is T Harbecker. I can't, don't quote me on that, but I think that's who said this is he said, anyone that says money's not important, run from them because they're broke. <laughs> I thought that was so true. I mean, it might be true. Yeah, right? <laughs> I think that's so true, man. But yeah, it's uh, you know, life is tough. We're going to have ups and downs. We're going to have tragedies. We're going to have triumphs. Um, it's not if the tough things happen, it's when. And building these muscles, your heart, your mind, your soul, your business, um, when the things happen. Well, it, but it's it helps peaks us and overcome valleys, right? right? It's yeah, peaks totally. and valleys, clouds and dirt, you know, as, yeah, as brother. Gary Vee says, you know, it's, it's, you have those moments. And, and I think that everything happens for a reason. And so those valleys happen maybe because to make sure that you appreciate the peaks and the, and the clouds and stuff like that. And maybe, you know, you, you know, I know like you, every, every tragedy you've had, you learned a shit ton from and the same with oh, me, yeah. you know, at the, but at the time you play the woe is me card. You play the always, why, why is this happening to me? Like, what did I do? Like, you know, but then you look back and you're like, God dang, that's the best thing that ever happened. I know that's mm-hmm. almost cliche at this point because everyone says that, but it's the truth. It's the truth, right? There's a silver lining. I think if you can focus on that silver lining as much as you can, um, as possible and, or, or seek it and just, or have just faith that like, you know, and I guess that's different for everyone, but have faith that everything's happening by design, not by mistake. And life is happening for you. Not, 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 uh, you know, not against you, not to you. Yeah. Not, not against you. you, not to yeah. you. Yeah. It's it's, for it's us. Huh. So that was, that was, uh, I'm going to quit on that time because I don't know where that came <laughs> from, but, uh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, Craig, this is more of Craig's, uh, Craig's thing and not mine. So, uh, I can't I wait to meet that dude. Yeah. He's a, he's amazing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, guys and listeners, if you're guys and well, if you're ready to live a legendary life, I, I, I don't say this often that I, but I, 
would highly recommend that you reach out to Tommy because he's one in a million. And I truly believe that. And I would, I, my listeners know and, and that, that I don't say that often. So man, I really appreciate that. I don't want to cry on air, man. So again, that's Craig's job too. He's, he's, he's <laughs> he likes to, um, uh, that's one of my metrics too, brother. We are <laughs> getting these alphas to cry. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a bitch part for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tommy, uh, thank you for spending time with me this morning, pal. And um, I, I hope you have a, an amazing rest of the day. And uh, yeah, just thanks for thanks for bringing impact at scale to uh, the Bulletproof Dental Practice podcast. Yeah, man, keep being great, brother. Thanks, brother. Thanks for listening to another edition of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. If you got any value or insight from today's episode, it massively helps us create awareness if you would take five seconds and leave us a review in iTunes. Also, stay in touch with our updates and such by just texting the word Bulletproof, all one word, to 345-345. We promise not to bombard you with spam texts or anything, but it will help update you on special opportunities for our listeners as well as even info on the upcoming Bulletproof Summit 2019. Again, that's the word Bulletproof to 345-345. Thanks so much, y'all. Have a great day.